Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. It's so great to be connecting with you. What a powerful show. Uh, we have for you today, Leanne Champion, joining me here today, Champion Your Life. Um, this is what she does. And by the way, this show today and what she has been speaking about is more than transformative. It's trans. It's the notion of transmutation. And what do I mean by that is how how are you doing? How are you doing managing your fear and anxiety? Just think about that question for a minute, because I thought about it for myself today. How are we doing with that? And one of the things I love about Leanna, what she does and about what she brings to her clients and what she brings through her show is that somehow she knows how to be with the pulse of what's going on. And what do I mean by that is this is how we get empowered to really jump ahead, to look at what we're jumping into, to understand why we stalled in a journey, what we need to start with this journey, and what is it that gets in the way. And one of the things she's really tapped into right now is bringing a powerful, powerful message and coaching platform that enables her to come out of the gate and talk about fear and anxiety and this to me we've got to have a conversation about it uh leanne champion coaching.com we're going to hear a lot more about this but there are reasons that each of us show up to talk about what we talk about leanne it's great to have you here dr pat it's good to see you so you, you literally shocked the pulse of people in your listening to your podcast several weeks back uh, and had quite a response. Let's talk about what that response is. And were you surprised? I guess really probably not. Um, I just, I really do try to feel what's going on in the world. And I, and I was, I guess, maybe feeling the need to address that elephant in the living room. And I know fear and anxiety is yeah. probably not everyone's favorite topic, but oh my goodness, Dr. Bayek, there's so many challenges going on right now yeah. for so many people. And the, the, the irony of that last podcast, yes, it did seem to resonate, but literally 20 minutes after I finished the podcast, I learned that my own, my, my own brother had passed away. Yeah, so, so I'm I, um, so sorry to hear that. I know you've been so sweet, but I had to put my own, um, my own strategies uh, into practice immediately, like in real time. But uh, yeah, my goal in the podcast just is to talk about these emotions in a way, you know, that aren't, are you, that was useful and not overwhelming. And I'm just 
super glad that I had the opportunity to d- discuss it again with your listeners. And, you know, I have to tell you that this is going to be a powerful conversation, but, you know, there's parts and that I've learned about fear and anxiety. When I look at myself, I got to laugh. Um, I got to, I, I have to laugh at some of the ways that, that you act things out. Like I've acted something out from fear and anxiety and I can laugh at it now because I understand it. But when you're in the middle of it, it's no. not a laughing matter. No, not at all. No. Most of the time, we don't even really, really know what's happening to us. I always like to say fear and anxiety. Somebody asked me, well, why'd you put those two together? And I think that they're kind of like kissing cousins. They're first cousins. And we experiencing them both kind of at the same time. I think it's just part of the human condition. I love that you put them together. So let me just start out with that. Mm-hmm. because if you tease them apart and many people tease them apart right you know this leanne many people tease them apart and it's almost as if if you talk about one you elude or imply the other but we don't really address the dynamic of what happens when they come together right 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 it's um yeah, no, it's fascinating. I don't see, frankly, as I've broken them down, I don't see how they really can't be together. One kind of brings on the either. other, but that's just sort of how I see it. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, when I've been coaching my clients, it's really interesting. So many of them will come to me thinking that they're really angry at someone or really frustrated about a situation, but really when we process it and boil it down, really what I'm seeing mm-hmm. is fear, anxiety, and the third one, uncertainty, that fear of uncertainty. I love the word uncertainty. It's real. I think it's cool. Um, I got to talk about uncertainty, uh, you know, but I had to change it. You know, it's really interesting, the world of academia, what they like you to talk about. And you can't talk about uncertainty, but you can talk about insecurity. Oh, okay. What's the difference? Hello. Um, <laughs> okay. like, Excuse me, wait a minute. It's like, oh, okay, let me get my dictionary out. Uh, but you putting them together, I want to ask you this. Um, the way things show up and what you just pointed out are really important, right? Let's talk about how you describe fear and anxiety because, you know, I just gave people a little snippet of my frustration with academia telling me and i'm grateful that they made me change the word from uncertainty to insecurity i i i do but anytime i talk about that body of work i don't even use insecurity but let's talk about the definition or what you're seeing or how people are portraying fear and anxiety to you how is that showing up how are people expressing that you know it's so interesting dr pat but i think fear and anxiety can come across as really aggressive, a very blaming, very controlling, or just in a general sense, reactive, right? Such as mm-hmm. anger and frustration, as so many people come to me thinking that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Even, even kind of a low-grade agitation, which is interesting. And it's interesting, <laughs> we humans don't really act scared. Frankly, I think, you know, if I'm being real, we just act a little bit crazy. We act a little bit more controlling. Um, and we aren't even aware that this is what we're doing. Or a lot of people don't even see that link to fear and anxiety. 
It's just because we haven't taken time to process our behavior to get to that root fear and anxiety. You know, I shared this the other day, and I want you to piggyback off it. I didn't think I was going to talk about this today, but I was looking at, you know, what you go through here and how you take us on this journey of fear and anxiety. And I was struck by so much of what you've written here. I hope you're going to take this and you're going to write an article or post on this, because there's an aspect of this that you talk about that nobody really talks about, and that is denial. And I would love mm. for you to talk about it, because... I'm struck by one of my former mentors who seems to want to come to me in my night and my sleep. She's like Mary Louise Smith. Biggest day comes to me, one of my greatest mentors. And I would go in her room, fear and anxiety just oozing from my pores. Hmm. And I would come in and say all the things that are happening that just complain, just absolutely on the table alan's doing this they drinking on the job this one's blowing cocaine blah 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 and i walk in the room and i'm managing this failing group of graphic artists she'd sit there puffing away puffing 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 beautiful woman looks up at me like the glass thing like this thing that they do i don't even know how they even see you like if i look above my glasses i can't even see you and says like this with the hand yeah 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 what part of the problem are you what what part of the problem are you interesting interesting and the reason i brought it up is because it points to stopping me in my track because she never really thought i was part of the problem ever but she wanted to stop me from my frenzy of fear and anxiety. Oh, interesting. Okay. And denial. And, denial. and I want to talk about that because after about three meetings with her and her repeating that three times, I finally answered the question. I want to ask you about denial. We never, if ever, rarely do we talk about anxiety, fear and denial in the same breath. I would love to hear from you of how you put these together and how do you see this playing out? Oh, well, I just think it's so simple. I think we can see it all around us right now. I think it's in technicolor right now. Um, there are just those in the world who are gonna just avoid and deny because that's just their go-to. Um, that's how they cope, right? And then yeah. They pretend it's not happening, you know, whatever is not happening, whatever it might be. And they're just, you know, they're super strong. <laughs> I always say it's the, I'm fine. I got this. I'm fine. You know, the I'm fines. But, <laughs> you know, there, meanwhile, there's this turning volcano going on inside for them. And, and it just leads to all kinds of careless behavior. You know, it's interesting, Dr. Beth, the other thing, I mean, denial is huge, huge, huge right now. But another thing that I see a lot of people suffering from is from fear and anxiety is that they just want to hide. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that's clearly not you out in the world, but there's a lot of people out there that just choose right now to shut down and hide. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's so funny. I mean, we all deny, I think we all deny, we all have all these range of emotions and I don't know if you remember this, but one of the first podcasts, I think I tried on emotions. I, I gave yeah. an example 
of the beach ball. <laughs> yeah, you know, we just push it down and down. We're denying, denying. like we're holding it down. No, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then all of a sudden, you know, what's going to happen is that beach ball is eventually going to explode and all the emotions are going to come pouring out. Yeah. So um, they're eventually going to pop up, aren't they? I, I got to tell you how much I honor your work. I want to just take a moment here. And we're going to talk about this throughout the show today. But I really want to take a moment to honor your work, uh, Leanne. And, and what I mean by that is we have to be bold in our conversations right now. And what you've been able to do in this conversation and what you've done in your previous podcasts is take a look at, I'd say, four, uh, let me call them four major responses to things, fear, anxiety, uncertainty, and immobilization now. Mm. That's hiding. I think, well, okay, hiding, maybe. I, you get what I'm saying. Sure. And you've taken them and you've weaved this beautiful tapestry to not just help us have a conversation about this, but help us understand the underpinnings of how to change from this. Right. Oh, well, don't we always look for some kind of solution rather than suffering silently? I have to think about that. <laughs> Sorry. I, need to go I have to so think deep. about that. I have to think because Linda's mom was so great at the expression just suffer in silence. I mean, I just, <laughs> when you just said that, of course, it's never been my trait. Although I will say this as an introvert, I have different mechanisms. I think than other people. But can you talk for a minute when we come back from break? Can you talk about the compound effect? Sure. You see, what I love about this tapestry you're creating here is when people hear fear, you can feel it in your gut. Well, what is that? Do mm -hmm. you feel anxious about it? Are you anxious about the uncertainty? Are you not able to see? Would you rather hide? Put your head in the sand? Or let's just talk about something else when we come back. Would you rather just blame somebody else? Lack of accountability. I mean, this is a whole series of actions that come from this. And Leanne Champion, Coach Leanne Champion, is going to take us on a journey that says, what if we could look at it in the face? Mm, what if we could be bold yeah. and not belittled let's become friends with that fear and anxiety let's put it to work let's have coffee yeah all right let's take a short break everybody when we come back let's talk about how you turn awareness into profoundly amazing action Leanne Champion, Leanne Champion Coaching. When we come back, you're going to find out more. Get ready, fasten your seatbelt. And by the way, take in your questions, 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie Show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. 
Join a global community connecting our hearts with extraterrestrials who only understand unconditional love and inner peace. The Extraterrestrial Trust Revolution, ETR, provides expertise in raising an individual's energy level through a 13-month course and eight energy portal journeys. Find out more about this 13-month course as well as an entire resource for you to learn about ETR at connectwithets.com. Did you know that each Enneagram type has a different worldview, different patterns of thinking, feeling, and behaving? They also have essential qualities that are unique to their type. Understanding this helps us develop more tolerance, respect, and appreciation for ourselves and others. Renee Siegel works with individuals, couples, families, and groups using the Enneagram to build better relationships as a tool in addiction recovery. Visit URPurePotential.com for more info. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Hi, I'm Laura Goldstein, and here's a Coffee with the Universe tip. It's no secret that anxiety and overwhelm are on the rise. While the tendency is to suppress these feelings, anxiety is really a messenger that's telling you something is off, very off. You might be shooting yourself and living a life based on someone else's expectations. Maybe you have trouble saying no, or maybe you're following the fearful voice in your head that demands you do more, be more in order to feel worthy. So see where you can make a few adjustments in what you're doing to get rid of the overwhelm and create more peace inside instead. To get more tips like this, tune into my transformation talk radio show called Coffee with the Universe. It's a live call-in show. I'd love to chat with you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Powerful, powerful conversation today. You know, and really what we're talking about here is we're talking about, you know, we're, we're really looking at, I want to say, possibilities. You know, we're looking at what if possibilities. We're looking at, yeah, the word strategies. There's so many things that we're going to talk about here today. And there's a reason we're doing it. There's a reason where we're looking about, and, and hopefully later on, you'll see some of the slides that exactly point to what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Leanne Champion is joining me here today, and I just want to make sure people know how to find out about you and find out about your show. So let's take a moment to do that. And by the way, if they want to watch the past shows you've done on this, tell them how they can do that too, please, Leanne. Oh, well. On Transformation Talk Radio, or Land Champion Coaching on on Facebook, they they're all up there. Yeah, they're all up there. YouTube, I'm trying to remember all the places, right? And I think I should know all the places, but they're everywhere. Just Google it. Um, look, I was so thrilled that you decided to talk about this today for a lot of reasons, and it is almost as if what is the expression? the elephant in the room yeah elephant in the like room, baby. expression okay we don't think it is there 
and yet it changes us. See, denial, what you talked about, and this idea of now having a conversation with you about how to face it, it's such a path to freedom, isn't it? Oh, my goodness, it is. I mean, really, it is powerful. And the, the term strategy you mentioned actually was my eldest son because I was calling them tools. He goes, no, mom, they're strategies. I'm like, yeah, you are right. They are strategies and they're helpful. They really are. I mean, if you really do this work that we're talking about, it's, it's powerful. I want to ask you this. You've now had a few of these conversations under your belt. Mm-hmm. You had a response to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked a little bit about the way fear and anxiety shows up and get, gets expressed. Mm-hmm. And I want to just really talk to you about this level of awareness, because let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. When I say fear and anxiety, uncertainty um, show up, when we talk about that, sometimes we can't see it, but it doesn't mean it's not there. We can feel it, right? Yes, and I think it's just sitting still long enough <laughs> with ourselves to even go there. This, the, you know, the first strategy that I tell everybody is just acknowledgement that something's up, that, that that, oh, okay. I mean, you know, start gentle people. It's okay. Fear and anxiety. It's that simple fear. I'm feeling fear and anxiety. And what I, I just tell everybody, it's just say it out loud, write it down. And then you just, just be compassionate with yourself. This is okay. This is part of the human condition mm-hmm. and there's no need to beat yourself up. I think Dr. Pat, if we really keep peeling the onion back, there's a lot mm-hmm. of pride here. People don't want to admit to this stuff, but everyone experiences it but this process that i'm trying to teach slows you down enough to get clear on why there's fearing anxiety what's going on for you have you been asked i mean i want to bring this up as a point of awareness because that is what we're talking about now and i want to talk about your strategies because i love thank you to your son yeah thank you thank you for the term strategy because i love the word strategy and why do i love it because it says i'm here today I want to be over there tomorrow. And this is my strategy to get there. Yes. Right. It's a stronger word than tool, isn't it? It, It's exciting. There's an excitement behind it. Oh my God. I got so many tools. Okay. Seriously. I have boiled all the tools in my toolkit now down to one tool that I use every day. Just one. Cause I found the one that works for me. Um, But even with that tool, why, why am I going to pull that out and use that? Why am I doing that? Because I'm here. I want to get there. So let's talk about the strategy of awareness and talk about, you know, what that means for us to go from that strategy and to do what you said to sit with it, because that's hard for people. Oh, I know. So that's that first strategy is just to admit it. All right. I'm feeling it. And and then the next one is to sit with it. And that's the one where everybody goes, what are you talking about? I can't do that. But what's fascinating is just to look for where it lands in your body. You know, for me, it's usually kind of like, oh, yeah. Uh, where, where is it like for you here? In like my there? head. Yeah. Okay. Or sometimes my stomach. But or just, just a tingling, a weird sort of like hum. So that's that's really why I want people... But the second strategy is just to 
sit with it for a minute and get clear on where it is. And sometimes, you know, it's interesting, Dr. Pat, sometimes it brings on tears. And I always tell my clients, yeah. tears are sacred. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Or you might even find yourself shaky or for other people, it's going to be a lot more subtle. It might be just like breathing faster or, you know, um, thoughts scrambled around and around and around. It's, but it's different, right? For everybody. You know, I love that what we're talking about because I want to talk about the strategy and face your fears. Um, you know, I thought I had really experienced it all in my life. I really did. I thought, you know, when, when you hear me rattle off my life and some of the things that happened in it, I had thought by the time, I don't know, around 2001, 2000, whatever that is, I figured I got this covered now. There's not anything else that's really going to happen to me. Okay, right? I start the show six months later on April 1st of 2004. I'm given a workshop with Bonnie Varner, Live Your Greatest Dream. And I come down with the mystery disease. My body had never failed me. Mm. Never failed me. Mm, so and going on in there. Exactly. And that is my point. Yeah. See, if I'd had this conversation with you, right, before that, we would have flushed out what it then took me another eight years to finish. Well, well, what is that? Remember, Dr. Pat, remember that one? I love this line. Discomfort is the currency of our dreams. I mean, you were feeling just like wicked discomfort in that moment. That's yep. it. So let's talk to people about facing our fears. And you might feel discomfort. You might feel a little bit discomfort, right? Yeah, no, it's it's powerful. And it's okay. I mean, just just the idea that we are recognizing it, and we're admitting it. There's just just this wild, tremendous relief in the acknowledgement of our fears. It's actually the opposite of what we're trying to hide from. It's actually quite powerful to admit it, right? You know, we have this desire to deny we resistance, but it, then it'll catch in our throats. Or as you, you know, it took you out for a little bit. I, I find that I always get taken out when there's something that I'm not looking at. That's the truth of it. God has his funny ways with me. He's like, oh, really? Really? Okay, watch this. So I can take it out until I, until I really look at things. But, but sometimes, and you know this, we can stay super, super busy, 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 you know, in order to ignore, right, whatever's happening to us. And we, we you know, we're pretty good at this, we humans, you know, our level best, ignore and downplay. But what I'm saying here is I want, I want people to just go into the fear, welcome the anxiety. And I know sounds totally counterintuitive, but just allow it to be there. I say it over and over. You're just a human being mm -hmm. with a human brain experiencing emotions that aren't going to kill you. Yeah. Interesting, right? And it's so important that our mind, we have to understand our mind, our thoughts is what are creating all this, these fears. So we have to pay attention Right. I have to pay attention to what's going on in our minds. So Let's we... talk about that if we could for a minute. Um, yeah. I, I happened to watch uh, Bohemian Rhapsody again, and it's the story of Queen and Freddie Mercury. And if you haven't watched it. Powerful. Wow. And there's a there's two lines in the film from his dad at the beginning of the film and then later on, you know, and those first time around didn't hit me, Leanne. Coach Leanne didn't hit me. Second time I'm watching it over the weekend, right? And 
I hear the words again, good thoughts, good words, good deeds from the movie. Mm, love that. I started bawling. And I realized in that moment, and, you know, I always prepare for shows. So I'm already looking at what we're going to talk about, like a week ago, then a couple of days, I'm already looking at this. And what I realized in rereading this and preparing for today, awareness has to lead to giving ourselves permission. You know, because what you're talking about as part of a strategy is empowering ourselves to face something, feel something, express something, and have a strategy so that it doesn't immobilize our life. Isn't that the essence of what you're talking about today? Absolutely. So beautiful. And I think that's so interesting that you were so taken from that, that place in the show, in the movie. And I think maybe before, if it didn't hit you, maybe you were just ready for it now. I was ready for it now. And, you know, there's a couple of things that I know I'm wrestling with, um, especially about, you know, our organization and where we are and what we're planning and, you know, the talent that we need here to really build. And I had a moment this weekend, a realization that those words hit me. And yet at the same time, I think about all of you and I think about what an honor and a privilege it is for us to feature all of you. Mm. And I was talking to Linda and Jessica and I said, are you guys having the same experience that I'm having with our, our, our radio family, our TV family? And Jessica says, yeah. And I said, are you, do you all listen to the shows? And one of the things I find it important, and I'm going to really drive this point home with our producers, you will learn and you will grow if you truly listen to these shows. And, you know, it's you, funny you should say that, Dr. Brett, because, mm-hmm. you know, whenever I hear something profound and whether it be on trans- Transformation mm-hmm. Talk Radio or mm-hmm. elsewhere, though, I, I want to listen a couple of times because yeah. they kind of blow your mind. And then you're like, I got to hear that again. Yeah. I need to hear that again. That's how you grow. That's the way I felt about the show you did on Fear and Anxiety. And that's why when I prepared for today, it hit me a little bit. And I want to ask you this question before we go to break is when we enter this realm, and and I'd love your insight in this, when we enter the realm of awareness, it's close to impossible to go backwards. Once you enter and you get that awareness, the only thing that will stop forward movement is denial. And I want to ask you about when you thought about this and when you thought about fear and anxiety and you thought about, let me put down these strategies. How have you come to help us understand that aspect where if we don't take strategy, whether it's strategy three or what you're going to talk about, if we don't take that action, that fear could stay so deep inside of us that it's the part of the onion the only way you're going to get to the onion is if you fry that onion whole. Yeah, there's all that courage. It's so true. We just got to go for it. And what a shame that would be if we didn't break free and then just be able to access the best part of ourselves. This, this idea that fear and anxiety is keeping everybody stuck just absolutely kills me. And I see what it, you know, I can see what it can do in my life in any given moment. So 
you just, because we are living in such a time as this, correct? So we want to have these strategies so we know what to do with this energy when it arrives, right? You know, I look at Jessica a lot, and I want to talk about this when we come back from break. Um, I have had the honor in my life of working with, working for, and I think some days I do work for Jessica. I just want to be really clear. And both of us actually work for Linda. So let's just be realistic. Um, but I've looked at this. And for some reason this weekend, as I was preparing for this show, there was a moment of appreciation and gratitude. Mm -hmm. And it came from a place, Leanne, of accountability. And I want to talk about that when we come back. I had to apologize to one of our hosts, deeply apologize. And I realized in my younger years, if you'd, if you'd have said to me, you need to apologize. If Mary Louise Smith would have said to me, you need to apologize to Alan, I'd have said, no, never going to happen. You can fire me. But the journey takes us to a place of vulnerability. And when we come back, I would love to talk about the exploration of awareness, the strategies you put together to help us get from here to here. Because they're brilliant. And I love the dynamic nature of what you're doing. When we come back, get ready, everybody. We're going to go to strategy three, strategy four, get your pad, notepads out, or maybe you can type on your phone now. I got to get current with things. We're going to take a short break, everybody. When we come back, you're going to see some slides on social media. That and much more from Leanne Champion. We'll be right back. Champion your life with me, Leanne Champion. First Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. That new gym membership might help you get fit, but what about emotional fitness? Jump into the rushing waters of personal growth. Don't waste another minute feeling unfulfilled. Visit championyourlife.com and let's do this together. Hi, I'm Trish Laub from A Cup of Comfort, where we talk about care hero topics that nobody wants to talk about. Here's your care hero tip of the day. As a child, I took dance lessons. I would twirl through the grocery store, leap from aisle to aisle, and dance anywhere I could. One day, while giving my parents their medications, I realized that dance was my medicine. And when I took my medicine, I was more patient and focused, and my emotional and spiritual tank was filled with more of everything I needed to be a better caregiver and daughter to my parents. I realized that self-care was not selfish, but rather self-love, and that it was essential to my ability to be resilient and to recharge and thrive instead of merely survive. So now when I need to recharge, I turn up the volume and dance it off. What's your medicine? Tune into my show to learn more. See you the second and fourth Tuesday at 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern, here on Transformation Talk Radio. Feel free to reach out to me at info at trishlaub.com. The truth is funny. Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living, LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. 
Have you known that you're on a soul path, but often wondered why you don't have the insight of how to go from here to there, or whether or not what you're doing is going to take you to where you want to go in your soul's journey? Damayante is the show for your soul. Damayante speaks to your soul, connects with your soul, and shines a light for your soul. Damayante, the show for your soul with Sarah Main, brings you insights and a pathway to your soul's journey on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Have you ever felt like if you just had the right tools and resources, you'd be able to carve a path toward the life your heart is aching for? Guess what? You have everything you need inside you. I'm Natasha Ornedo, and I'm here to show you that your healing is in your hands. Tune into my show, Unlock the Healing Path every second and fourth Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To learn more about me and my work, visit NatashaOdnedo.com. Benny, I'm sorry. We were just keep talking. Sorry, Mr. Benny. Hey, it's all good. It happens. You got good things to say. It's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. You're going to see some slides over there on Facebook.com, Transformation Talk Radio. You're going to see them coming up. Jamie is in the helm doing that. Today, it's a great show. We get to join Lee and Champion from Champion Your Life as we talk about how we can learn to manage our fear and anxiety and then put it to work for us. See, that's what where we're going now, right? Yeah, absolutely, put absolutely. to work with us. Uh, Leanne, let me just tell people how they can find out about you. How, and, and my gosh, just so many things you're doing and so inspiring. You can go to LeanneChampionCoaching.com. If you go to Instagram, it's Leanne Champion Coaching. Let me spell Leanne for everybody out there. It's L-E-I-G-H. A-N-N-E. Champion is like that word. My mom and dad got carried away there. <laughs> <laughs> I got lucky. And my, or champion your life, Dr. Pat. That champion you. your life. Let's talk about that. They could yeah. go. That was your idea. I love that. I so love that. Um, look, this is an interesting conversation we're having because you know how I work and work with you all and coach and mentor you. And I say, look, why don't you go get that domain? Blah, blah, blah. Right? Yeah. I am faced with the situation myself. My domain that I've been trying to get for 18 years just came available. I don't know how. It's four grand. You do there it. shouldn't even be a hesitation for me to get that. But let's talk about the underpinnings of fear. And let's talk about how we now look at this and talk about why we're talking about strategies, whether it's three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Let's take it right to the top of the hour because you're not here just to talk about fear and anxiety. You're here to help us understand, huh, facing it, doing it. I got a strategy. I'm moving beyond it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think we were on strategy three, Dr. Pat. And after uh, you've reviewed it, you've named it, you've opened the doors to allow it, then I want you to ask yourself, for those of you who are out there, what are the three main things that are scaring you? And the, the way I do this to myself is I just sort of open it up and I just start talking out loud. I usually write in a, in a journal. I'm scared of this. Oh my goodness, Lord, I'm sorry. This, 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 this. But then what becomes clear are the three real undercurrent ones that you really didn't know were the ones that were keeping you perhaps from picking your domain. So I really want you all to try this as well. You can say it out loud, but I really 
I'm telling you, it is so much powerful when we write the thoughts that are scaring us. You might have more than three again. But I'm, for example, I'm scared of getting sick or my family getting sick or losing my apartment, scared of losing my job. World is unpredictable, whatever it is, write it down. Don't dismiss it. I want you to honor it. And I want you to listen to yourself and then see it visually because that is really, really powerful when we write things down, truly. I don't know what I am truly feeling until I write down my thoughts and I take a closer look. I mean, you may have multiple things that come up for you, but when you write it down, you have a chance to find the, uh, <laughs> the top three du jour, right? And it's, it's, it's what I call a thought download. And it is powerful. I don't know about you, Dr. Pat, but in any given day, I might have several thoughts swirling around. And unless we take the time to get clear, they're just going to keep swirling. Mm -hmm. 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day, people. That's a lot of thoughts. Yeah. And you know, I, I, what you're talking about, and can we just stay with this for a minute? Because one of the things that I want to really make clear that, you know, we're going to talk about the other strategies too, because, you know, there's a whole television show now called What If, I think the name of it is. Mm -hmm. um, and so anytime our pop culture brings something up like that, it's in the air, but it's not in the scenario that we think. When you talk about our thoughts, you're also talking about how we ruminate about things, how we play out scenarios and stories. And yeah. sometimes we speak them, but for the most part, we're conjuring something up, right? Well, you know, you can be, we call them what if thoughts. It's like, <laughs> we see it, but okay, just, just sit with yourself for a second and ask yourself, like, where am I using my uh, creative imagination to scare myself to death? <laughs> it's like, we all do this. Like you're imagining something that's gonna happen, but that hasn't happened and most likely probably won't happen. And it's just such a tremendous waste of our brain power, right? We have been just given this gift from God of our brains. And I think our imagination is, should be all about creativity, something we can create, think, do, but instead we use our imaginations to scare ourselves to death what, with all the what ifs. So that's what I want people to get clear on too with another strategy is to write down all the what if thoughts and then kick those puppies to the curb. Thank you for allowing us to do that. Because a lot of folks have been brought up, I'm not saying this is you, and I'm not saying it's me, I'm not even saying it's Benny, but a lot of people have been brought up not, not being allowed to do that. What we've been told is suck it up and move on, right? To not really explore what's going on inside of us. Now, what you're talking about by doing what if statements, you're not really asking us to, asking us to do what if statements and then live the what if statements. No. And that kind of leads to the next strategy, doesn't it? Right. Now, it's interesting. I, I realized in doing this for myself recently, this, the next strategy is, is to separate thoughts from circumstances. And, and that is really interesting. Um, that is that is like, for example, Dr. Pat, I know you've been having those, those fires out. Yeah. On, you know, on the West Coast. It's been oh. intentionate. You know, it's just intense. And that circumstance of the fire is here, right? Then there are our thoughts about the fires, right? It's two separate things. And I'm telling you, it's wild. But once we understand that, 
once we can see, oh my goodness, okay, it's the fires. And then I have my thoughts about the fires. Then we understand all of a sudden, like, oh my goodness, I have a choice what I can think about what's going on. That alone brings relief to people. I mean, I'm going to put it in more layman terms, like here's your job. That's your circumstance, right? Then there are your thoughts about your job. How are you going to show up? How are you going to think about your job, right? Yeah really powerful stuff. And that's one of the strategies I, I love to share with people to, to do that work as well. And yeah. also, yes, no, we do not want to stay with those what if thoughts. We just identify them and realize that they're actually circulating somewhere in our soul. And we want to get rid of them out, yeah. out. It's not helpful. I love Mary Louise Smith and her comment because it took me a while and I got to know, and by the way, that graphics department, we did not let it fail. We did have to take action and pull out the people not performing. I did have to show up on the graveyard shift and take away, confiscate all the alcohol. I mean, there were things I had to do. But what I learned from her in that moment, she was stopping those what if thoughts. Yeah. She was not just stopping them from me, but she was stopping the story of what I was creating from them. And, you know, and she said to me, I'm going to tell you one thing. Gossip is the toxicity that will ruin an organization. Mm -hmm. And she said, gossip will pretty much ruin any relationship. And she went on to talk about stopping those thoughts and said, what if that wasn't the story path? Mm -hmm. Like you just yeah. described, there mm -hmm. is the fire. And there is your home. There is your job and what you think about your job. And from that point on, I changed the entire perspective on my career and my job. Oh, that's beautiful. So you really saw the separation and your awareness, like probably went up five notches in that moment. And she supported me every decision I made along the way, albeit we had to keep a lot of this a secret. She did support me. But let's talk about the freedom now we get when we remove those, when those what if thoughts can be dissipated, what if peace were to break out? Oh, it's so important. <laughs> I mean, and it, you know, I know all of this gets sort of overused in the sense of practicing peace and gratitude and all this, but you know what? It's, it's important for a reason. And it, people aren't intentional enough with it. Even the best of the most enlightened, right? Yeah. They fall off their you know, the track, so to speak, but, you know, it's, it's so important. You know, when I practice peace, sometimes these days, I'll just go outside and I'll just go, oh, look at the sun. Look at the, look at my little puppy running in the yard. So grateful. Wow. I'm grateful for this, this, this. And as I am practicing being peaceful in that moment, I'm also actually you know, showing gratitude too. So it's like a double, you know, hit. And I'm also stopping all the, the what ifs. They come to a screeching halt. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And, you know, it's interesting you're bringing that up because I neglected to do that. Gratitude is to me one of the most powerful antitoxins. Totally. And Dr. Pat, I get up early. I don't even, I do not even like do anything before I run downstairs and get my coffee. My dog calls me upstairs and I get, you know, into, you know, prayer and, but gratitude first, first 10 things, bam. 
and I clean out my brain first thing in the morning. You know, it's interesting we're talking about this because if we can't go there, then there are other places we go. We go to a complaining. Complaining is the complete destruction, I think, for me. It has been complaining has been the great annihilator uh, in my life, you know, and I catch myself now and I really try to be vigilant because complaining will disintegrate a dream or an idea faster than anything I know. Yes, complaining, being critical. You know, you're, yeah, it's really interesting to sort of figure out which are the ones that take us out. We're all unique. Yeah. It doesn't mean we don't stand up for ourselves. It doesn't Correct. mean that we don't understand a situation. Right. Um, but a mentor once said to me, it's not good. It's not bad. It just is. It's not right. It's not wrong. It's just is. And it took me five years to really get that. So I want to ask you here in the time we have left, this strategy, this idea of gratitude, how powerful is that? And what have you seen in your own coaching practice that happens when people can get there? Well, I just think confidence soars and it just a, just a sense. I mean, there's so many things if we look around. I mean, it can be as simple as a flower that we can go, wow. And it can take our minds back into, you know, something that's, you know, my, I have some dahlias in my desk, my son grew you know, it can take us back to what is possible, what is beautiful in the world, what we should be grateful for, what we take for granted, drinking water, all of the things. But, you know, it's interesting that in my first coaching practice, they were very intentional about having me um, find a mantra that was going to help me in that moment that I would say to myself every single day. And I would, and they would tell us to look in our eyes and kind of connect in the mirror. And the one that I had come up with at the time was, I am strong, I am healthy, and I'm ready to fly. And I'm telling you, it was powerful. It really did do a major shift for how I was feeling in that moment and what I wanted to put out into the world. It, it's, it's very important. I would tell everybody to try and find one right now that would um, suit them, help them, heal them. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's simple. Uh, you know, for me, um, I think because I was brought to my knees physically and I had been brought to my knees emotionally especially earlier in my life, you know, Deb Engels shared something and said, Pat, why don't you just say this? Why don't you just say these three words? Why don't you just say, thank you, God? Yes. Now, God, goddess, whatever you believe in. But she said, why don't you just say it? She says, if you step on a rotten peach, say, thank you, God. Mm -hmm. If you wake up in the morning and you fall off the side of the bed, say, thank you, God. If you get your tax return and it's like, what? You say that, and I, I tell you, I said, how do I do it? She said, you have to practice. And yes. I made a commitment. Yeah. 70 times a day for 70 days. That's all I kept saying. And now it just goes on in my mind. What can you leave us with today? What can you help us with? And thank you so much for shining the light on something that could feel so dark. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, we, we just really want to think about, you know, how... We could stay curled up in a ball during these times, or we can figure out a way to process fear and anxiety and create something amazing. You know, right? How can I serve? How can I grow? Right? How can we be useful in the world instead of being upset and in despair? But it's so interesting, Dr. Pat, when we focus on what we do want, we do create motivation and contribution and energy and well-being and 
all the things that are just yummy and needed in the world connection, like what we're doing right now. So I would just leave your listeners like, what is making you afraid? What does it make you want instead? Such a powerful question to ask ourselves. And can you take that fear and anxiety and transform it into possibility? And I just really want to say we can become friends with our fear and anxiety. It can coexist as we're going through all these strategies. Give that energy a job, one that gives you gets you excited. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much, Leanne. Um, again, would you mind telling people, one, how they can find out more about you and especially tell them about your show? Because, you know, they could tune in and hear, like, totally Leanne. <laughs> Champion, you're alive, right? Leanne Champion Coaching on Facebook. Um, I'm really excited to talk about it. I think I am going to do a workshop. I'm saying it out loud, so that'll make me do it. Um, <laughs> on this topic, something that people can actually take it and grow through it and really ponder it. So, And the next one I'm doing is on learning how to fail. And the tagline is super fun. It's congratulations, you failed, and now you're on your way. Oh, my gosh. I can't tell you how happy. And I've said this to you before. I have got more grief. For my signature tagline, what would you do if you knew you can if you knew you could not fail? I have got more grief for that in 20 years because people wanted me to change it. I said, no. no That's like, come on. Come on. Come on. True. Fear of failure. Fear I, of it. Yeah. Or, or my husband likes to call it success failure. Uh, <laughs> this. I don't uh, think I would be here right now if I didn't have a couple of false starts doing this, oh my goodness. better known as failures, I wouldn't be here today. But boy, I can't wait for you to do that. Leanne, thank you so much. I'm so honored to be doing this with you. Oh my goodness, Dr. Pat, the journey is so much fun with you. I really appreciate it. More to come from Leanne Champion, everybody. I'm telling you, fear is one of those things we must really educate ourselves, become more aware, and follow Leanne's strategies for this. Thank you for tuning us in, turning us on. And thank you all, uh, Benny, Jamie, and stay tuned. We're not done yet. We got another hour coming up, but check out Leanne Champion, Champion in Your Life, everybody. We'll be right back. <laughs> 